And what is up, everybody? It's your boy, Uncle Carlton, back again with another episode of the Two Black Kings Podcast. Yes, sir. Devin Xavier, what's up with y'all, bro? Yes, sir. We yeah, finally got my boy much, DP man. on the podcast, hey, bro. What's good, bro? <laughs> man, yeah. nothing too much, man. Just been kicking it cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Like, yeah, on the podcast. So for all the listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah. DP, can you give us a little background on yourself and who you are to us? <laughs> so I didn't know these boys for what? How long has it been? Thirteen. Yeah, gotta be thirteen. 14, plus. Yeah. Thirteen years. Yeah. Uh, went to school together. Grew up. You already know Memphis. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You already yeah, know where yeah, we come from. Yeah. But known these boys for a little minute now. Had to go on and bounce out to North Carolina. Oh, for a he went to North Carolina. So he been a little. He been a little humble. Yeah. But yeah. he was a D one athlete, wide receiver <laughs> of the University of North nah, Carolina. No, 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 no. We need to back up. We all need to back up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about the history of DP, bro. When I tell you, oh, like, man. so Devin was probably one of the best wide receivers to ever come out. Oh, of God. Like, oh, God. Yeah, oh, God. Right. Was, oh, no, God. Like, was. Sticky fingers, like Jalen Ramsey. If you ever go back to Huddle, oh. you see this nigga, Devin Perry, boss uh, on that nigga, bro. 95 oh, yards. That shit was the most insane catch I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, he's a, a local NUS dude, so yeah, we appreciate having you on, bro. Appreciate y'all letting yeah, me on, bro. Yeah, bro. So, so uh, Xavier, what you got going on, bro? Bro, um, I'm chilling, bro. I told you I'm in a great place, like, you know. Bro, this man is cast on. <laughs> bro! Okay, okay, yeah, so, um, I think it's weird right now, because I'm in a state in my life where, I, like, you know, th- things are just going right, bro. Like, it's, like, weird. It's been a time. You know how I, I always like, say calm before though, like you gotta go through like a rough patch before yeah. you go through the the Yes, bro. The, and yeah. I feel like these past, you know, 2020 was bad for everybody. But like from 2020, 2021, all the way up to, to now, it's just been like a whirlwind. I'm, you know, we talked about me losing my job mm-hmm. you know, earlier mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. year. Um, but now I'm at a point, so he was talking about me cash flowing, so I got a, a roommate now, so he he's paying me, so like my rent is you know cut in half. And bro, it's just like, damn, I'm actually saving some money. Bro. Like I can actually de- like move and shake how yeah. I want to. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, bro, I deserve mm-hmm. this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I deserve like what I've been doing. So, yeah, bro, one word I can just say is like blessed that I've been doing like, you know, what I want to, bro. And like, he has multiple sources of income. That's yeah. basically what he's trying to say. And that's what everybody should be aiming for because you never know these corporate jobs. They can let you go at any time. So if you don't have your own kind of controllable income yeah, on the side. Facts then you're really not in any type of job security mode. Yeah. And so that's kind of something that I'm always pining for. And that's what I'm trying to build right now with the YouTube channel, podcast, real estate investing, all that type of stuff. Hope you get a roommate. Exactly. You know, I feel like I am because I'm not going to rush it. Because first of all, what what are are your opinions on having like a roommate? So as a big criteria. So yeah, yeah, that's perfect, bro. So when it comes to a house, when it comes to my own space, I like to be at peace. Uh-huh. And so if I get any type of roommate, it yeah. has to be someone where I'm not overthinking who it is. Yeah. Someone like a Alvin Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. like that or Jaquay Ellison. If y'all are listening, go ahead and apply <laughs> for a roommate position. I got about 600, 700 square feet for you. Yeah. But yeah, like the roommate criteria is is important just because I like to be at peace of mind. I'm not going to be able to work or relax if I don't have peace of mind. So if I just put my stuff at roommates.com or apartments.com, yeah, it's not going to work because any random person that has a key to my house, I can't even trust it. Yeah, And so that's why I'm not rushing the process now because I know, first of all, I live in Austin, Texas. 
everybody's having a mass exodus from their states to Texas, yeah, whether it be Dallas, Houston, or Austin. Yeah. So I know it's a matter of time before one of my friends comes yeah. through and says, yo, I'm trying to move to Austin. Yeah. Can I stay at your spot for a year yeah. just to get on my feet? Yeah. I'm be like, cool, whatever, whatever the case might be, write yeah. a lease and I'm gonna start cash flow in that way. Gotcha. But I wanna be in a position where there's availability. Mm. And so if I just ran it out to somebody random that I don't know, it's not gonna be like that. Yeah, for sure. You got to, you and, got to and, out. and so actually, Devin is actually awesome. So, what brought you to Austin? Yeah, bro. Uh, it's actually one of my teammates. Uh, shout out to my boy Dante. Shout out Dante. Uh, shout out Dante. But he played college football with me. Uh, was my roommate senior year. Yeah. And he ended up moving out to Austin first, fresh out of college. So, you know, I had to make the trip to Austin. Oh my yeah, God, bro. he made a college trip. He's really a pioneer, bro. Yeah. Let's see what Texas really about. Yeah, bro. What you think of it? What you think? Of Needless it? to say. I was, I was out in Austin about six months. Yeah. So, ended up being, getting out here somehow, just getting on, you know, obviously had to get on my feet and yeah, here now. Yeah, yeah, bro. Austin is cool, bro. Like, there's so many things to do. Yeah. Whether you're out west in the hills, you're yeah. downtown at West 6, East 6, or if you like Dirty, Dirty 6. Yeah. Maybe you're on Riverside. Maybe you up north. Yeah. It don't matter. There's a lot of people between 20 and 30. There's yes. a lot of money. There's a lot of technology. Yes, and the infrastructure is coming and people are moving. The tax laws are advantageous to the- Especially in Texas. Exactly. Especially in Texas. So Austin is a great place to be anywhere really on 35 from San Antonio to Dallas is a good place to be. So yeah. that's where I look out for. Okay. okay. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I know we- one thing we're trying to work on, like with the podcast, is just coming off more like personable. Mm -hmm. So we tell y'all a little bit about our lives. So uh, Rashad actually has some good news. Yeah, bro. So I have some great news. Great news. At the corporate job, I'm going crazy. Crazy. And so, yeah. and so recently, it's not a full promotion. Okay. But they're handing me a very good opportunity and they're upgrading my status. The pay hasn't upgraded. So we're waiting on that. Yeah, for sure. But if I do a good job in this new opportunity, then the pay will come with it. Mm. And so what's happening is one of my colleagues, he recently retired. He's my he's a little bit older than me. He didn't retire. He retired from the bank. Yeah. And then he moved on to another position as a consultant for JLL. Right. But the position he was in, he was moving into a real estate regional real estate portfolio manager position. And regional real estate is a sector within our commercial real estate sector that handles market risk real estate below $20 million. Okay. And so right now, because I've been exalted in this position, they don't necessarily trust me fully just because I'm, I haven't been in the bank. I've only been there for a year. My year anniversary was last week. Okay. And so I've been there for a year, but I never have been in the banking industry before that. Mm -hmm. And so I, I it, it was a huge learning curve because they, they it was trial by fire. Yeah. And so I've been staying a little bit later. What is trial by fire? Trial by fire is, look, we're going to put you in this position. If you mess up, then you're just going to get fired. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so there's no real fuck up. So, so I'm over here emailing different people trying to figure out, okay, what's the swap rate for this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Yeah, what's this? What's yeah. this? So when I go into the meeting, I'm I, I'm saying stuff that I know is true and that's been confirmed by other people. Yeah. So like they can't be like, oh, they ask me a question, I'd be like, oh, 
I don't know, or oh, blah, blah, blah. That's Ooh, not. That's, that's the not worst thing that you can say, bro, is I don't oh, know. Bro. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's not acceptable. <laughs> it's not acceptable. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, what's the interest rate in this loan? Oh, I don't know what it is. Well, why don't you know what the interest rate well, is? Well, at least say something with some confidence. Yeah. It might not be yeah. the right thing, but he, it might be. But you know what? Actually, like, smart. She at least. <laughs> but the folks be knowing. Yeah, and so it's hard to kind of bullshit people who've been banking 30 years. Yeah. I've been in this whole one year. They know exactly what I'm bullshitting. Man, you got a chat GPT that shit. Yeah, yeah, bro. And yeah. so so the good news is they're handing me a black man of corporate America, a great opportunity to be a portfolio manager yeah, of regional yeah, real estate. The task I'm tasked with is to do a good job. And our real estate portfolio now has about 90 loans in it. Yeah. Accumulative $245 million. Yeah, and so over the next couple of months, we're going to be kind of organizing that portfolio and then trying to expand it. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, man? How, how things been going for you? Bro, so internal audit is, it's it's internal audit. Like we're going through like a slow period right now. Uh, but when I tell you, like I'm, I'm finally getting like that external validation, like that you need at work. I, I feel like sometimes it's like very under radar, very underappreciated. Yeah. You know, you just finish a project and then nobody says anything and you just go about your day. Oh God, uh, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you do a good job right. or what? Yeah. yeah. So one thing I've been working on at like more corporate job is just, you know, asking, being aggressive about like needing feedback. Mm -hmm. So like, I really want to know like, hey, how did I do on this like work paper? Or how mm -hmm. how's my documentation? So mm -hmm. uh, one of the chief audit executives uh, of the company, you know, she was, you know, praising my work. She was like, bro, this man is like documentation. Give very you clean. the validation you deserve. Oh bro. my goodness, bro. Oh, yeah, that's I was yeah, like, damn. Yeah. Like, especially after like, whenever you're going through like the whole layoff thing, you know, you're losing your job. You start to question like who you really are, who you are, your skills and shit. You get insecure about it too. Yeah, and then I know Rashad talked about it like last week where, you know, he was struggling with his job and like people are really make you feel like, you don't do this shit. Yeah, I do this shit, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, I feel like it's not even that you're doing a bad job, but yeah. that nobody's giving you a clear direction of where to go. Exactly. And so, if you don't have a clear direction, you might be going in one direction, and the company wants you to go in another one, and then they deem you doing a bad job. And you're like, bro, I'm doing good work. It's just not what y'all want because y'all haven't told me what y'all want. Y'all want me to try to figure it out. And that's like, what do you mean? So Devin, how are things going for you right now? Your job. I know you talked about your credit card during the car. So tell us a little bit about that. Man, so uh, basically, just keep it, keep it super, super brief. I'm in sales. You know, sales. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. trying to collect credit cards from these big companies. Yeah. Big businesses. And, you know, our directors throw out little, like, spiff deals. Yeah. Like, things where, okay, if you, you do this, you get a deal. If you do this, you get four or five deals. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, I'll, I went, to, I went, I left for the trip. Yeah. I was in the lead. Okay. I was in the lead for, for four extra deals. Uh -huh. That's, that's going to be put, give me a And it was month in, too. Month in. Okay. I'm going to put me in a different pay tier. Mm -hmm. Bump up my commission check. I'm feeling great. Yeah, great. And so, I'm at, I'm at, four, I'm at four credit cards for yeah. the day. Okay. Nobody else is near me, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, I get in bed. <laughs> we tired. There's a dude in the dude, the, dude, the dude went from zero to four in a couple of hours. Ah, oh, yeah. You're like, all right. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> now he's going to throw no shade on him. I don't know him Stop personally. Stop the count, bro. bro. He's not in Austin. Now, nah, oh, on God, on God. Oh, so, God. But outside of that, man, just been grinding, mm -hmm. just doing what I, you know, companies, like, especially startups. Mm -hmm. They go through so many changes. You got to be able to roll with the punches, or you're gonna be out. So just being able to be flexible, be fluid. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, 
continues to do what I do. Yeah. Make my money. Yeah. For, you know, push the company in you know, the right direction as much yeah. as I can, but that's about it for me. Yeah, man. That's one thing I noticed about MUS dudes. MUS is the high school we went to, just in case y'all know. Y'all don't know, but we're always constantly grinding and constantly on top. We never really see us mid-tier. And then it, it, it's weird because when I was in high school, I felt like I was mid-tier, especially academically. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I got out of that, the mindset that we developed and cultivated yeah. made us top tier everywhere else we went. Bro, like, yeah, it, it wasn't even close. Like, even our quote unquote lowest performing academic people mm -hmm. are like killing it, like, killing are, it. Are, are blowing it out of the water. Um, and so it's just it's been absolutely amazing just to see like our guys being successful. Like, I just saw Drew. I don't know if y'all saw Drew. Yeah, I seen him on Instagram. Yeah, bro, he's doing like a, a, a pop up shop where he's like a lot of entrepreneurs. Are yeah, 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 like, yeah. Bro, like everybody doing things. Yeah, if y'all right. don't know, quick, quick story time, bro. So it was, <laughs> what is this? This is ninth grade year, bro. So we had, we had a book. Oh, you're talking about McLean? <laughs> It was this one teacher name, uh, but we're not gonna say his name. <laughs> but he was brand new at MUS. And so, <laughs> me, me, Drew, were you in that class with you? No, I wasn't. But I, I was in the class, but I wasn't in that period. Okay, Corwin and Margaret were in that class. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a book report to do, and I teamed up with Drew. And so, my whole mindset was like, Drew is probably gonna think I'm gonna do the whole report, and then he just attaches his name to it. And I was like, nah, we just don't work like that, bro. No, God. <laughs> and I made this shit clear, like, from the beginning. I was like, yeah, bro, like, I'm not gonna be the whole do I do and you take credit. So I did it one night. He wasn't, he wasn't texting me back. He wouldn't help me. So I was like, oh, okay. I see how you going. <laughs> so I was like, when we get in class tomorrow, I'm gonna present my broken board and he's gonna present his. So cool. he's funny <laughs> as hell. Bro, so this is what happened. So we, we get into class. <laughs> we get in class and so he was like, all right, Drew Xavier, can you come in and present? <laughs> and I was like, I'll let Drew go ahead first. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm gonna let Drew go ahead. Mr. McClain was probably like, bro, he was bro. like, he was like, what is going on right now? And he was like, he was like, no, no, go up. So Drew finally get down. <laughs> and bro, I get up there and start presenting. I'm talking over Mr. McClain. He's trying to tell me to sit down. I was like, nah. I just stayed up till 12 o'clock at night. No, no. I said, this is some bullshit. In the middle of class, bro, had everybody lit. Everybody was like, oh, shit. Bro, one thing I would say about NUS dudes, we do not take no shit. Because I tell y'all a story, too. This is, okay, I'm not going to tell you no name, but we was in a class, right? Uh -huh. It was our senior year. Keep in mind, I had already signed my papers away to University of Arkansas, so yeah. I did not give a fuck. Fuck. I was, oh. I was, <laughs> Rashad was bad too. He was bad. I was really good friends with this very, very famous track star. I'm not gonna name her name, mm -hmm. but I wrote a paper about her because you know in this class you had to write papers every week, and I'm not gonna lie, it was a little rushed, but it wasn't bad. This is uh, Mr. Holman. <laughs> you already knew. <laughs> When I tell you I got my grade back, uh -huh. it didn't say one out of 10, not two out of 10, not three out of 10. It said NC, no credit. <laughs> Bro. I looked at the, I looked at it and the funniest part was I looked to my right, Chris had an NC too. No, 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 hold on, hold on. So I seen the paper, right? Uh -huh. 
It said NC. I said, Mr. Holderman, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I literally said, what the fuck is this? As an 18, 17, 18 year old yeah, senior in high school. He said, he said, what do you mean? What is this? I said, this is some bullshit. Like, <laughs> there is no way I didn't get any credit on this fucking paper. Yeah. It's what I said. And I walked out, didn't come to class for a whole week. Yeah. He was wild. Wild. Yeah. Y'all both wild. The worst part was, <laughs> he was my track coach too. Yeah. So he tried to talk to me at track practice and I did not give a fuck. I said, I cussed him out on the track. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm doing too much. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but like, for real though, think about it. MUS, like how you said, trial by fire. Mm-hmm. MUS was truly trial by, oh, like man. if you don't yeah. figure out what you do well or do something. Yeah. You got about a semester. You got I mean, about a semester. We, we ain't seen people come and go. Come and, Ooh, yeah, don't be black and, and go to that school and not be 6'4 and cold <laughs> as hell at a sport. Like, both of these niggas were cold, bro. I was hanging on by a thread. Why did he Like, he was a I had there was this one tenured professor, bro. And he said I would never make it at this school, bro. He told me that my eighth grade year. I was just like, I guess who said that, <laughs> bro? Is, <laughs> he, is he still alive? Is he, he's for sure still alive. Oh, oh, for sure. I was like, you know who I was. About. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, he was. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can't picture him saying that, but I can at the same time. Yeah, bro. It was other short. It was other short jump. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, but but it was it was that kind of like mindset I had to go into, you know, whether it was high school or college, because I had similar feeling in college. Mm-hmm. But niggas were already against me. Like the, the the people in the faculty were against me. So I was like, bro, I'm not even gonna let this shit stop me, bro. <laughs> oh God, you could, hey, bro. Uh, the yeah. type of resilience that we learn, bro, yeah. is actually insane. We had to adapt on a daily basis every single like, day. Right. I was just like, all right. Like, reading Odysseus like 60 pages in two days, bro. I'm like, the, I tell the you, summer readings. Yeah, bro. When I tell nah. you, we used to come to class in seventh grade, Mr. Tory class, and then we used to write a paper, and if anything was wrong with our format, immediately we're getting a zero on the paper. <laughs> I'm saying, like, how do we even pass it? My dad made me quit basketball because I got to see you. Like, that's how bad it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, bro. oh my God. He didn't always it. But ultimately, MUS. To me, yeah. it's a great experience. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, great. Just yeah. because it taught me, me how to, to live real life. Yeah. I th- yeah, and it taught me early, like, what life is or actually is. It taught me about society. Yeah, but Not everybody gonna be with you. Yeah. Trying to help you. And that's one thing I wanted to touch on, too, going into, like, the main topic of the podcast, you yeah. know, the growth mindset. Yeah. And so, Devin, we talked about this in the car yesterday about how some people that go through a whole week two weeks, mm-hmm. a month, a couple of months, and they don't even know what happened in that month. And it's like lately, past couple of months, and this is probably why, you know, I'm doing well at work, doing well in my other aspects of life. You know, I write down pretty much lessons for the day, lessons yeah. for the week, lessons for the month, yeah. you know, whether it be don't take this route to work anymore, yeah. or don't talk to this person anymore, or don't eat this anymore. So, a lot of people go throughout their weeks and months and they have no idea what happened. Yeah. And so they're continuously making the same mistakes over and over. Right. And I think that's the opposite of the growth mindset. Yeah. What about, what do you think? Bro, I think it's one of the biggest things that's hurting, I would say the black community and just like everybody in general, is just like being content, bro. Like yeah. people are just so content right. in where they are. And once you, I think we talked about it on a previous podcast, but like once you develop that consumer mindset, 
you just become a victim of the system. Yeah. And that's why, like, yeah. you know, people are just like, oh, these uh, student loans, I ain't paying mine, I ain't paying mine. It's just like, bro, yeah, that's cool and all the same, like, you know, funny and shit, but like, that this shit is going to affect your credit score if you do not pay it, bro. And so people are coming in with, you know, you now have a $200, $300 bill that you have not been prepared for in the past three, three you know, three years. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, bro, you need to be, <clears throat> one thing I'm finding out, and I learned this past week, it's just that some people don't have a sense of urgency with their life. Like they think they have like all the time in the world to just like, oh, like I'm gonna get to it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to it later. Like mm -hmm. it's just a project. I'm just like, no, nah, bro. Like, so do y'all ever feel like y'all are ever getting content? And like, how do you grow, you know, get out of those, those comfortable spaces of, you know, I'm just cool with what I'm doing. Man, I feel like you just gotta, you gotta address it or at least be around people who are going pointed out to you. Talk about addressing it, because it's kind of hard to address yourself sometimes. It's definitely hard to look in the mirror, but you, I mean, you have to do it. You like, kind of learn it as a student athlete, like, you learn as a student you're either a good or you're not, and you could get better. So tell us about that process about getting better and addressing the shit, like, in the mirror. I mean, it's like what you said, when you, it's just the, like what we talked about yesterday. It's yeah. the little things. Yeah. You, you writing down something, okay, I want to get better every, every single, let's say I, I set a goal for a month. Mm -hmm. yeah. How am I going to get better every week? When I review that week back, after I wrote everything I did down, did this negatively affect my life? Did it positively affect my life? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna X this out. I'm gonna X right. this out. Now we're gonna move on to the next thing. So I think just taking your time, like figuring yourself out, taking your time within yourself to say, yo, mm -hmm. I don't remember, like I said, I don't remember what I did last month. Bro, last month insane. just went by, you were not productive. You literally just floated through life. Bro, Bro and right. I think another important thing that you said was the whole keeping the, keeping the right people around you. Because even when you can't, you know, look in the mirror and be like, oh, this is what's fucked up with me. This is what I'm insecure about. You got really people around you that really fuck with you. They can be like, hey bro, you been slacking in this area. Yeah, bro. Like this is a way to solve this, bro. Yeah, and like, and what we're talking about, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. And that's oh, gonna be a yeah. great topic to What you mean? What you mean? Don't, don't, yeah. So so a lot of people, you know, when, when you give them constructive criticism, yeah. It is registered in their brain as negative. Yeah. Right? They get on defensive. They get on defensive. And so they're immediately on defense. Mm -hmm. And they're no longer accepting what you're saying. Yeah. They're actually taking it negative and they're actually just not listening to you at all. And that's what I'd say the opposite of not taking it personally. That's literally taking it personally because yeah. you're taking it as negative. Yeah. But what I try to do, because my dad was my coach mm. and I, I kind of got a head start on this, yeah. but I used to take the things that he said personally because they would kind of track back home, like, oh, you're too, eating too much. We get to dinner, you can't eat that much. You know, that type of thing. It's not, it, it wasn't like anything to where like, he should have been told not to do it. It was for the benefit of me. Yeah, it was but, just, you just got in your head. But it was right? in my head yeah. and I was, I was a young kid, so I didn't really understand the full vision. Yeah. And so I say all that to say like, you could really hurt yourself. Yeah by taking things personally, you could lose good friends who actually want you to succeed. Bro. Yeah, bro. And, and people, they get in their own way. Mm -hmm. And like, that's that's what the biggest problem is. It's like, when you uh, when you know the true intentions of the people around you, like you don't have to guess like, oh, he's just talking shit about me. He just, you know, mm -hmm. he, he's not really looking out for me. He just, you know, he just want to hate on like my position. It's just like, bro, I don't even have niggas that, that like to hate around me. Like, I don't mm -hmm. even like to gossip. Like, that shit is just, I don't even need that kind of energy around me. So, I guess, what's one way that you have been able to, like, to vet your friends about, like, like this is who I need around me? Because that's, that's kind of like the transition I am yeah, in bro. Like right now. Yeah, so I'm going to give y'all an example. So, there was one friend I was with. I'm not going to name any names, but he knows who he is. It's not a serious, like, 
example, but it, it'll illustrate the point. Yeah. So we were driving in the car. I was in the passenger seat, he was driving, and I had my seatbelt done. He didn't have his seatbelt done, but we're going on a highway 80 miles an hour. I said, yo, you should put your seatbelt on. I said, just like that. He was like, honestly, bro, I just feel more comfortable without my seatbelt. I said, I honestly don't care. I said, I honestly don't care how you feel. Put your seatbelt on. I said, just like that. He was like, nah, bro. Like, honestly, like, I just, it just, I just hate having it around my chest. I said, so if you get in it, so you don't care about your life. It's what I said next. I said, so you don't care about your life. He was like, it, it has nothing to do with me caring about your life. I said, how does it not have anything to do with you not caring about your life? If you get in an accident at 80 miles per hour, you're going straight out the windshield and dying. Yeah, literally. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I say all that to say, like, when I told him to put his seatbelt on, even though I did say it aggressively, sometimes you have to say it Bro, like, it's, it's that, it goes back to that sense of urgency. Like, this is life or death. We're, at, we're literally now, driving right now at yeah. 80 miles per hour. You yeah. need to do it right now. Yeah, Fuck bro. all the nice shit. Yeah. yeah. And so when I said it, he took it personally. He got defensive, like, yeah, I'm just, it's my car. I just feel more comfortable. Oh, I'm like, no, that, yeah, I said, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Yeah, and so right. I say all that to say, like, to get back to the point, how do you not really take things personally? You have to really zoom out. Mm. Like, what is my friend really trying to accomplish with this, with this sentence? Yeah. If he zoomed out, damn. My friend might have saw somebody or know someone who died yeah. from not having their seatbelt. That's what I'm saying. That's how, like, even, like, you know, shout out to Dante one more time. Yeah. But he became my best friend in college simply because, you know, when you're a college athlete, you're around a lot of yes people. Yeah. Everybody want to be your friend because they feel like they can yeah. get something from you, whatever. But, like, he was my teammate. So I was living with, with him senior year and I, I got hurt or whatever. So I'm sitting there, like, I gotta get back into like yeah, mode. Yeah, I'm sitting there eating, eating shitty. Yeah, not working shit. out, feeling feeling sorry for myself basically. Yeah, and he was the first person to sit there and be like, "DP, you not being you. Yeah, like what what yeah, are you doing? Right get, right like, all right, bro, get your shit right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sometimes you just need that kick in the ass. Like mm-hmm. if you a lot of people get it from their parents, but when you in college and on your own, mm-hmm. all right, now who gonna do it for you? You gotta do it yes, for yourself. Bro. But, you gotta do it for yourself, bro. Yeah. But but if you got a friend that holds you accountable, that makes it way easier. Bro. Oh. Gotta have it. Yeah, bro. It's essential. That's what I appreciate, like, you know, with the with the whole podcast, just having somebody like by my side that can hold me accountable in whatever I do. Like, cause that's the the the, the end thing is that they want the best for you. Like, exactly. Uh, and if you look at it through that lens, even if it's something that you can't directly apply, like in that moment, mm-hmm. like you can still learn something. You just like, mm-hmm. okay, like, you know, I, I, it'll be something I'll look out for. And so what are some what because you know, a lot of times I hear and this is you teaching me how to communicate. Like yeah. I'm literally asking you for advice. So yeah. both of you guys give me as much advice as possible. Okay. But I, I often hear it's not what you say, it's how you say it. How are some ways that you phrase things to different types of people to where they can receive the information rather than me just spouting the information out to them? Uh, okay. That's, that's tough. Okay, yeah, it, it, it takes some skill, bro. Cause I, I'll it's say, a thin line. Yeah, yeah, for example. You know, let's just say I'm talking to a girl and I haven't been giving her the energy that I would like to, you know, and she's saying that I'm being standoffish. Mm-hmm. I could easily write her off and be like, oh, I hate that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. So this, this is the small nuance. I hate that you feel that way is the bad sentence. I hate mm-hmm. that you feel that way. The good sentence is, I hate that, I, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Okay. And so it, it, it shows a, a, a little bit of like onus on you, mm-hmm. you taking like ownership of it. Mm-hmm. Of, okay. This is what I did to make you feel like 
you know, whatever validated feeling that you may have. Mm-hmm. So it's like very big on how you say it. I've, I've gotten better like over the years about how I put it to So one thing I want to talk about, and Rashad is pretty good at this, is just communication with, with women and how to get your message across. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how have you been able to develop over the years in, in that? Okay, 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 okay. So first of all, I do have a lot to say about this, but DP, do you have anything to say about the the, the women and communicating? Because I know you have you have a girl, so right. you, you practice yeah. this pretty much every day. So go ahead and give us your spill. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just being with my girl, I mean, we've been together for a little while now, so it's just trial and error. Like sometimes you gotta go through those little arguments. Like mm-hmm. if you really care about each other, you'll figure out a plan to figure out, okay, this is how I communicate. Cause I'm the type, if we have a problem, I'm trying to solve it right then and there. I don't want any time or space to get in between it. I want to knock yeah. it out because I feel like it's going to just drag on. Right, right, right. She's the type to be like, hey, let's cool off. Mm-hmm. Give me 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that at first. Yeah. So I would sit there and try to talk to her right then and there. Mm-hmm. She would push back because she's like, that's just not my personality. Mm-hmm. So okay. just being able to, we sat down one day and we just talked for like five hours straight. Yeah. About communication. Yeah. Literally yeah. just being like, Shit. okay. And it takes those long conversations. And it was yeah. a hard conversation. But I think, like I think people fun. are scared to yeah. have those conversations. Oh, people are terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah bro. And so, you know, I, to, to get into... I'm gonna piggyback off DP. Like you have to have those hard conversations, but I think another important point is the other person has to feel hurt. Yeah. Cause women, a lot of times they don't want solutions. Like let's just keep <laughs> Most it times they don't Most want time, solutions. Most times, like if you if they were to tell you a situation, you give them a solution, they get annoyed. Yeah. Okay, so what's the alternative? Okay, let me just listen to what she has to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so one thing I've gotten good at doing, and this is from talking to, to Gabby so much, Solera so much, mm-hmm. you know, and some 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 other girls is kind of summarizing what they say after they say it mm-hmm. and then just kind of pondering and thinking about it. Bro, if you leave that little space of just not saying anything, mm-hmm. they're gonna tell you some more. So if they tell me a whole story, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, man, I can't believe that he just gave you all this money and or no, actually a, a, a recent situation is. I can't believe that he bought that ticket, but he didn't think that it was like at 5 a.m. And I'll just summarize exactly what yeah. she said. And I'll just be like, dang, that sucks, yeah. period. So, cause I know she's feeling shitty. Yeah. And so if I acknowledge that, yeah, that does suck. Now yeah. she doesn't feel crazy. She feels like I understand her, yeah. which is a good emotion. Yeah, right. And so that good emotion is gonna be associated with you. Yeah. She's like, oh, he understands me. And yeah. so she's gonna talk more. Yeah. And then what you can do after that in order to kind of steer her in the right direction yeah. as men should do i think yeah is you could plant little nuggets like yeah. okay yeah man yeah. next time i think you should do this or or it'd be like next time i would have probably just did this bro and that's I, it bro and, and i think one of the biggest things that, that helps me is like just asking more questions because like mm, yes you can eventually get to the to what you want her to say because Mm-hmm. Our minds, it's like, bro, I'm gonna give you a solution. This is what you need to do, A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. But what time, have you thought about A? Have you thought about C? What about B? Because actually, actually you, you got a great point. That's a, because yeah. a lot of times, and this is super important for our listeners, yeah. a lot of times, as a man, you'll give a solution, but you'll have incomplete information. Yeah. Because she won't have told you everything. Oh my goodness, I hate that shit. And, yeah. so, and so you'll give a solution and she'll get immediately annoyed because she'll be thinking about something that she didn't even tell you. Facts. And so your solution is actually obsolete yeah. and you don't even know that. Yeah. And so that's why asking more questions is super important because yeah. you can get a full picture. Yeah. And once you get the full picture, a lot of times when she says it out loud, she'll realize either that she was really dumb. Yeah. 
or that this is the right direction to move in because she'll just be thinking about it in hindsight. Okay, let me ask you this then. <laughs> what do you do when your friend is venting to you and you realize they're the problem? <laughs> and I am trying to, oh. bro. Oh, don't get me started on this. Bro. Like, you hear the rest of the story, you like. Don't get me started on that. When they're the problem? <laughs> Cause, cause I, you, oh. I, I want to see how you're funny. Funny. <laughs> Please. I'm, so I'm, I'm probably different. From so, you. so a lot of times that is the case, right? Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, she was slightly in the wrong word. I can tell, or that a lot of times what it is, it's a miscommunication because she doesn't know how she comes off to other people. Mm, but okay. I know how she comes off because I'm another person, yeah, right? right? And so I'm like, okay, she said this, that, and the third, but she's coming off like this, this, and this. And the other person is thinking this, but she has no idea the other person is thinking this. Yeah, because you and, a guy. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes I'd be like, man, I don't know, man. Sometimes when you just say it and you have no emotion, it just comes off weird. That's what I'll say. I won't be, it, and, and I think this is the main point of what I'm trying to say yeah. is you have to be specifically vague. Interesting. And so to where, to where it's like specific enough to where they can apply it to themselves, but it's vague enough to where it's not personal. Man, because they don't feel like it's an attack. attack at them. Exactly. Like, wow, exactly. And it's like, hard no, to it's hard to just yeah. it's hard to just think of an example. But I actually do this shit all the time. Yeah. So what what, what would you say? Yeah, I was about to say within a relationship, how do you you know tell your woman? Yeah, you I mean, it depends on your relationship. Almost like wrong. I mean, it, like let's say, okay, my relationship person, I can only speak for mine. Yeah. We've been together almost like three years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. And we talked for a full year before that. So mm-hmm. it's like, we know each other. We know each other's personality. Yeah. So we can heat check each other and be like, Ooh, all right, you are bullshit. Okay. <laughs> and that's a good point to be at. That's a good point to be at. That's a good point to be Honestly, it's the best. And she can do it to me. I'm not yeah. perfect. Yeah. She'll yeah. call me out. And it's the best feeling because I now I can be completely truthful. Okay, okay. So, so let's back. pause. When you say... She, you can keep saying you're bullshitting. You literally say it just like that, or do you say it a little bit nicer? Yeah. Because that, that, that was the question I was about to ask. Yeah, I was like, there's no way to say it. be like, today, girl, you're bullshit. <laughs> you're bullshit. You can't really do that all the time. <laughs> so be a little bit more specific. <laughs> no, but like, I, but I'm not bullshit. <laughs> but I'll straight up be like, look, you just told me the entire situation. And from my understanding, as your man's, as your boyfriend, somebody you you can fully trust. Yeah, okay. You might be in the wrong right here, and I'm still in your corner, and I'm not saying I'm not in your corner. That's important. But you don't important. feel like it's personal or anything. Yeah. But you could have handled this situation a lot better. You know what? You probably didn't want to go fix that. Okay. You know what's funny, bro? Yeah. Your explanation, I would call that bullshitting too. I'd be like, yeah, you're bullshitting. <laughs> like if I was to sum it all up, I would have said the same like, shit. But that's a great yeah, explanation. Yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm mad. I got something going on. I might say. <laughs> bro, you know I'm good for saying that shit, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, obviously, like trying to be better at communicating, mm-hmm. I would definitely like not say it like that, but just be like, hey, I heard you out. I fully understand, but you might have to go fix this, like fix mm-hmm. this problem because you might be the, the like the root of it. Yeah, you might be the aggressor in the situation. But, so, uh, what about you, Xavier? What you think? Uh, for me, how I tell, how I tell my significant other, she's bullshitting. <laughs> uh, damn, that would be hard. I think it's it's more so like I go back to the whole asking question. I'm like, so what you what did you feel about your your action in in this mm. situation? Mm-hmm. And she explained. I'm like, so you don't think you could have done like like you had another option? Mm-hmm. And you also have to be very because sometimes, especially me, um, I know when I when I speak very passionately, 
Like it can come off as, yeah, it can come off as, Mm. but if I bring it back and I'm just like talking people that don't know him, they get pissed off by him. (laughs) Me, I be chilling. But Xavier be like, yeah, yeah, that's why my team beat you. And I just be like, oh. Bro, but but one trick uh, I did learn over this past week is like, when you're in those kind of situations, is one, as a man, talk with a little boy. Yeah, bro. Because once you slow it down, mm-hmm. it brings the fury off of whatever y'all talking about. It's a different vibe. It brings her down. That's a vibe. And so you're just like a lot more calm. So yeah. I would suggest that. So mm-hmm. it would be more so talking to her in a very soft voice. I'm just asking a question. I don't think soft is the right word, but calm. But calm. Calm, 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 right calm, calm, calm. And so, and so let me piggyback off that. Like, <laughs> I think, so I'll just give you, I'll just paint, paint pictures. So there was one day I was, I was sitting in my house and I was just looking at myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Not on some like weird stuff, but I was about to go on a date, right? Okay. And so I was like a lot. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? So, 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 so a lot of times, a lot of times, people say like I come off as aggressive, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out what people t- were talking about. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself, but I'm looking at myself, and I'm like, okay, this is how I be on a date. And I'm looking at like this. I'm like, wait, that is low-key kind of aggressive. Bro, Rashad be scared of yes. me. Yes. Like, and so and so on that day, I consciously said, let me bag up and let me raise my eyebrows just a little bit and let me look a little bit more, you know, happy. Yeah. And so I was doing this, you know, kind of like being not not like this, but kind of like usually I'm like this. I was just like. And so it looked a little bit more calm, yeah, a little bit more smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my tone was a little bit more smooth. I was laughing a little bit more. And the reason why I paint that picture is because I didn't know how it was coming off until I looked at myself in the mirror. And so if I'm trying to tell my girl you're bullshitting, yeah. sometimes I'll tell her a story about me. Okay, like, yeah. look, I looked yeah. in my mirror and I realized that I was looking like this and so I changed myself like that. And so what she'll do, hopefully, if you got a new girl, is yeah. she'll compare that self to her and be like, damn, there are probably some times where I'm coming off and I don't even know it. And she'll yeah. do the exercise when she looks in the mirror. Yeah. And then she'll be like, you know what? Because Gabby and Solera have done this too. They're like, yeah. you know what? You said this. And I went back and actually thought about it. And like, you're actually right. And I'm like, yeah. So that could be a way that you could get through to your girl or to someone you're trying to, I guess, help. Yeah. Court. Yeah. It's just because you could give an example of how you've improved and how like there was something that you thought was happening that wasn't necessarily the case. And they could take that and use it as a parallel to their own life. Okay, so to flip it, how would how would you want your friends or let's just say your girl to say that you bullshit? Okay. There'd be some times where Rashad be screaming and yelling and this nigga be wanting to see Nerds never acknowledge. Nerds literally never acknowledge. You'd be wrong. So how would you want somebody to come and tell you like, yeah, bro, you, you bullshit? Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And so I'm gonna take an example of okay. the vlog. Okay. So we just, first of all, like, comment on the video. Do that right now, like, comment. But I'll put the video up on the top. Yeah. We just released a vlog from Invest Fest 2023. Great nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I edited it, I put a lot of time into it. And so I'm getting better at the editing. But once I posted the vlog, you know, Marcus and Xavier, they were able to give me feedback, yeah. right? And they gave me direct feedback. Look, I loved your music choice but there, here's some things that you gotta work on. And so to answer your question, Xavier, the way that I wanna be communicated with when it comes to like feedback is, I like the whole positive negative reinforcement. Tell me what I did right, 
and then tell me some things I can prove on. Yeah. But say it directly and concisely. Yeah. Like, let's not go into the sugar coating because we don't have time to waste. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I realize that if it's just all negative, I'm gonna think it's a bad video. Yeah. And so if you if you'd have just been like, yeah, like. Like, cause, and, and, cause Marcus was just, he, he started off the conversation with like, did you color grade the video? And I yeah. had, knew I color graded it. And so I was yeah. like, okay, maybe it looks terrible. <laughs> and so he was like, yeah, next time I wouldn't be as intense with the color grading. Yeah. And he didn't really give me any positive feedback. So I'm like, yeah. damn, the video might've been shitty. But when you came, you followed up with, I, I love yeah. the music choice, great video. Yeah. But then, yeah, go a little, chill out a little bit on the color grading. Yeah. That was way better to me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. how I like to be communicated okay. with, for sure. Yeah, I mean, my way is, I mean, I, maybe I was raised like a little tough, like super pretty tough. But, yeah. Like, I'm cool with you coming in and saying, all right, let's just say I, I got laid off and yeah. I'm just sitting there on the, on the couch, just not doing anything, not applying, yeah. not trying to, trying to get better. Which right? you would never yeah. do. Never yeah. do. But, yeah. And if you come in and see me doing that, I'm cool with you saying, DP, what the, you know, what are you yeah. doing? Or let's like, let's get it together. Because. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't need super positive. I don't need you saying, oh, you did this right, blah, blah, blah. Tell me what I'm doing wrong because that's going to get me better. I'm going to continue doing what I, like, what I do. Yeah. See, the only reason why I said positive is because when I was in the corporate world, I would do things okay. and they would okay. never give okay. me any okay. feedback. Yeah. Never, bro. Like, if I did good, they would just use it. But yeah. if I did bad, they made sure to let me know. Well, I was just yeah. talking about yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's a little different. Okay. That's, okay. that's, that's, like that's where my... Thought process okay. coming from no type shit. Okay. So, yeah, corporate okay. is definitely. I would feel like exactly like yeah, yeah, yeah intimate yeah. relationships where it's like close friends. Yeah. Right, exactly. You exactly. can talk. You can talk to me and tell me, hey, I'm not you. You bullshit. Literally, mm -hmm. you're yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, let me take a step back, figure out what what am I doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much a, a critical guy, and I don't I don't know whether it's like a business thing or like. You know, we just us. Yeah, it might be a business thing, bro. But I'm very much a person where you just need to come out and say it. Like, I'm similar in the delivery of it, where it needs to be. I like when people come up with like a possible solution to like a problem. Let's just say you ask me to do something. So you can ponder. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, what about this? I'm like, okay, cool. Instead of just saying, hey, this is wrong. And then not giving any feedback that's true. or update. And like, I'm just saying that, I, I'll say that's more so for like the corporate context. So like, that's what happened in my last job. When they would tell, they wouldn't really tell me, they would tell me something's wrong and then wouldn't tell me like how to fix it. So I that's just be like, all right, so I I redid the project. You know, mm -hmm. what, what, what do you think? And so I'm, I'm very that's much- so a, annoying, bro. Yeah. So like, annoying. What do you want me to do to, to make it better? Exactly. Like Because if you know it's wrong, you probably know a solution. Yeah, right? exactly. Like either tell me the process or at least give me some type of direction. Yeah, something. And yeah, with, with intimate relationships, it's more of just like sitting me down and just like, hey, this is what I think you are doing wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, grew, we all grew up playing sports and like had coaching, like. Exactly. I think that's why I'm always gonna be a proponent of like playing sports at a young age. Yeah, you learn, so much. Sure, you learn how to communicate, you learn how to be communicated with, mm -hmm. yeah. and you can take criticism, which you're going to have to do. You're not perfect going through life. Nobody so, is. You yeah, have to be able to do that. I'm actually super glad that we went through coaching because it, it, it warmed me up for what real life is like. Yeah. Because honestly, going throughout the days and I don't want to say being a man, but being a, a, a human in this society, yeah. having to do the numerous tasks, like, Whew, that shit is hard, bro. Yeah, let's just hard. let's just clap it up because we're all doing a great job. Yeah, adulting. We're we're doing a great job, yeah. and I don't think we like sit down and actually think about how much shit we do on a weekly, monthly Thanks. basis. Thanks. 
And so I just want to take some time to do that. But the reason why I talked about coaching is because you have to be almost rock solid to handle real life. And with coaching, MUS, being around guys and being around your friends that held you accountable. Like, I remember going to the lunch table and y'all checking the hell out of me. And there would be times where like I would leave, I would I would cry, or like I would I would get super pissed off. And it wasn't until I think I think Marvin had said something to me because I had a high voice and big ass ears, a little ass head. You know what I'm saying? I think Marvin had said, stop taking this shit so personal. I think you had said it too. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what these niggas have to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since that, I, I think it would have been like the middle of eighth grade, bro. Because yeah. I was getting checked so bad that I, I didn't even want to go to lunch no more. Yeah. But ever since I no, stopped caring. Yes, bro. And, and I started to defend myself. They ain't going to say shit to me oh, if I see with you. No, bro. The worst was the worst is when you sat somewhere else. It, like, you would see me. You'd be like, oh, you ain't going to see what I'm saying. Like, 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 Sitting at the table still looking like, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. you know he's sitting. We jump up and laugh and she like, damn, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, want to go there. Oh, but it wasn't until then where I was like, all right, you know what? Let me just develop some tough skin because, because honestly, like what they're saying is it false? Yeah, no, no, bro. It's like, it's and that's the worst part about it. It's like, bro, they true and you can't change it. Like being short, he's like, all right, bro, like, all right, bro. <laughs> But so you know what? Yeah. Imagine you're at work and somebody say, oh, you short and you're not able to handle it. Now you're getting fired from your job yeah. and you say something stupid. You yeah. have to learn that shit at a young age. And I think also with the corporate mindset is like, you can actually change. Like, shit they ask you to do, you can change it. I feel like niggas checked you for shit that yeah. was just you. Bro, that's like, name, bro. Long neck. Long neck. Look here, man. You can't hear that. Oh, like, oh, like, bro. I was, I was interviewed for you. Yeah. Yeah. That shit for four years God. straight. Nothing in the outside world after bro, that can, touch can, can, can touch you, bro. Nobody can touch That's you. why niggas think I'm mean now, because I'd be, I'd be listening. I'd be like, bro, what are you mad at? Yeah. <laughs> what are we nothing. talking about right now? Oh, oh, yeah, bro. And so, okay, so this is one thing I wanted to go into. So, I recently watched on the Shay Shay. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. He split from Skip. And he's created his own podcast, yeah, his sports channel, and he's trying to make it the biggest like black uh, like sports podcast and sport. Okay. Yeah, and so that's that's gonna be great. But he had Brittany Rayner on there, oh, and God. usually I don't entertain Brittany Rayner because I don't really God. give a fuck. But one specific, <laughs> you know, thing that she said really struck me, and she said that she had thirty five bodies, mm. and I'm not gonna mm. comment on whether that's a lot of bodies or not because mm. I don't like to hold double standards. Right. But I want to comment on. The, the fact that she made her number public. Mm. I think that bothers me more than what her number actually right, is. Yeah, and so what do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean, that's something that you can just, if you tell you maybe your partner after 20 years. Yeah. Come sure. on, bro. Yeah, sure. Like, maybe. Maybe. And like, they might not even care because it's, if, let's say it's before them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But to go um, public, you know, with millions Social of people watching network and people are watching impressionable people watching yeah. and you're throwing out numbers and now you probably know some people like oh my god i have a lot feel bad about themselves yeah some people it's, you know it's just like yeah. you could have kept that to yourself and she already has a reputation of just like <clears throat> wilding and you know yeah oh my. i to me she doesn't need to um 
Yeah, like you said, I'm not gonna speak on a number, you know, because the whole double standard. But I will say this: uh, I would not like with my woman to make it public. That's what I'm saying. No, no. Uh, yeah, you just can't make no. it public. No matter if it's a high number or a low number, I don't even want to make it make it public because then it's like, yeah, somebody other than me. And let me explain my reasoning because because a lot of people are like, oh, why do you care how many bodies yeah. your girl makes public, whatever, whatever the case may be. And it's simply because my girls are a reflection of me. I'm a reflection of my girl. And so if my girl's making that information public or she's doing something else that's I deem embarrassing, yeah. like going off on me in public yeah, or, you know, true. slandering on social media, that type of thing. Yeah, well, sure, sure. Then now people are going to lose respect for me yeah. because you're acting <laughs> not respectful. Yeah, well, sure. and, so, and so, I mean, like, like can you guys, like, if, if there's a guy that you know and he's dating someone who's out there, do you respect him or do you immediately be like, damn, he's a buster? It, oh, man. That's hard. That's hard. hard. Have I known? How, it, because it, I know it, plenty of them. How, have I known them? Like, or oh, I just met them? Like, we, our friendship is pretty new. Or okay, let's that, do. Let's that, do. You just known them, and your friendship's pretty, and your oh. friendship solidified. Let's do both situations. Oh. Oh. So let's say, let's say, let's say. Okay, let's, okay. For prime example. Okay, that's tough. There's a girl that you that you're. There's a nigga that you know. Okay. Just met him. Okay. But his girl, you've already messed with before, and you know she's messed with some of your teammates too. Do you lose respect for him or do you gain respect for him? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Definitely think, I, think, I think I'm not gaining respect. Like, yeah. I'm not sitting there saying yeah. I yeah. lose respect for bro off for real. Yeah. But. I mean, bro, you. Yeah. You know like, what you mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to look at, bro. Like, I don't know him. Like, they have no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can he be your close friend at that point? Damn, that's hard, bro. It's okay. hard. Yeah. It's hard. So, it, okay, let me, let me pose this question. Okay. If y'all knew y'all best friend was messing with a Britney Renner type chick, I'm telling him. I have to tell him. I'm telling him. Because it, it's would, not going to sit well with me if I it's not One, it's not going to sit well with me. And I would hate to be out in public. Yeah. And I just hear, like, word gets around. You hear your boy getting clowned, and like now he looks like, like you said, a reflection of your man. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not going to let my man go outside. Yeah, that's just me. Nah. Never that. No. Never that, bro. And so what would you do, Xavier, if you if yo, if, if I was going out with a Britney Rainer chick? Hey bro. Yeah, no, you have a yeah, I'd be like, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even have to say anything. You would just know, bro. I'd be like, come on. Let me give y'all an example, bro, because this actually happened to me. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give y'all an example. So so when I was a freshman in college, this is 2016, uh -huh. I used to date this girl, I'm not gonna name the names, but okay. she she lived across the country. I went to go visit her during spring break. Oh, she was cross country. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? I went to go visit her. This is when I was in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. I went to go uh, visit her during spring break, cool and whatever. As soon as I left, I got cool. I was cool with the whole track team and her all her roommates. I was already cool with them. As soon as I left, her roommate sent me a picture of her holding hands with the other He was on the football team. This is right after you left? This, I was literally on the plane. I had just landed and I had got the picture. You know, you know his chest tight. Yeah. You know his chest tight. But you know what I did? I acted like I didn't see it. Yeah. And I just didn't believe it. Because she was that fine. And I say that to say. <laughs> delusional. I do, you gotta be fine as hell to be. Delusional. <laughs> I don't care. 100% delusional. I've been there. So if y'all are there, I've been there. You, yeah. can, you can come out. But I say all that to say. Uh -huh. If I'm ever in that situation, mm. 
and my friend doesn't tell me that, yeah. he's not my friend. Yeah, fact. Yeah. So I want y'all to tell me. Because if I'm out here looking stupid, and you have the ability to know and not tell me, yeah. Then it's like it's like you don't really actually care. Yeah. yeah. You're not looking out for my well-being. You're not right? looking out for my well-being, not for my not for my future self. Yeah. And so, yeah. I'm so butthurt in that situation. Though I'm not gonna lie. I would have told you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God. Man, like a growth mindset. So if you could leave your the listeners with like a, a nugget or like you know one good thing about growth mindset, mm-hmm. surrounding yourself with the right people, not being complacent. Oh, yeah, so for me, it would it would be three things, right? The first thing would be, and it's gonna sound so cliche because my coaches say it, but don't let the day get away. And what I mean by that is, actually think about the things you do on a daily basis, on a yeah. weekly basis, on a monthly basis. Write them down and actively figure out things that you can improve on. That's my definition of a growth mindset. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Yeah. Number two. Learn how other people want to be communicated with. Like we just went through and, and named how we like to be communicated with. Right. Now I can take that and we can have a better relationship because Thanks. of it. Right. And you can apply that to all of your relationships if you think about it. Yeah. And three, if your friends are not actively trying to make you better, then they're not your friends. Yeah. Those are my three nuggets. Okay. Honestly, man, I, I would just say just one takeaway. Mm-hmm. Just be it. Put your take your ego and just put it on the table or leave it at the door when yeah. you're going into a serious conversation mm-hmm. or That's good. because. That, that one thing will get in the way of a lot of friendships that can be better, relationships that can be better, corporate job bro, can be better bro. because you didn't check yourself or look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I'm, I'm doing this wrong or I'm coming off this way. So yeah, just thanks. being able to check yourself, put it, man, put that pride to the side for real. For, for real. sure, for sure. Yeah, if I could leave y'all with one thing, <clears throat> it just be with to to act with a sense of urgency. Like, yeah, people, people think mm-hmm. we have, you know, all our lives, you know, to get better, to make some more money, to to grow the relationship that we want to grow. But like at the end of the day, you know, I was noticing this past week or this past two weeks that my, you know, my grandparents are getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not always going to be here. Your parents are not always going to be here. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, act with some urgency. Like if if you think that you know you need to call somebody, call them right now. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you really want to get started on that business idea like the the, the hardest part is just starting so mm-hmm. uh yeah just act with some urgency that's what i would say okay excellent excellent well dp thank you for being a guest yes, on the sir, podcast man. we really it's appreciate you yeah bro yeah bro yeah bro and thank you guys for listening make sure you like and comment on the video that goes super far when it comes to the youtube algorithm and yep. getting us out there uh thank you guys for listening and we'll be back next week peace peace See you, bro.